This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and we you are listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Uh, we have Todd on from Integrity Staffing, and we've got a great topic today, and I uh, can't wait to explore it with him. It's TLC for your employees, the benefits it brings. So we're going to ju- just jump right into it. Todd, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and introduce Integrity Staffing? Absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me, William. Uh, sure. Really- the opportunity. Uh, so uh, I'm Todd Babel. I'm uh, the CEO and uh, co-founder of Integrity Staffing Solutions. Uh, so my my role in the organization is really, as I see it, uh, you know, I'm I really view myself as a servant leader. And so my job is to really remove barriers for uh, my teams across the country to ensure that they're able to be successful in fulfilling our mission uh, and vision, and really living up to our values, as well as really setting uh, and looking into the future and setting strategy for the organization. Integrity, Integrity Staffing, we've been in business since 1997, actually started the company with the premise and the focus on creating a different kind of uh, staffing agency that was really an associate first company. So we really began what we call our associate first concept back in 1997. And we specialize as an organization on high volume uh, staffing engagements in the e-commerce, logistics, light industrial, call center uh, areas. So that's really the focus. So we really, our role is to generate opportunities, find good clients that have what we find as you know good cultures, good opportunity, for our employees. And then we connect the two together and uh, uh, really, you know, create launch pads of opportunity for people in the future. That's, that's what we're up to. I love that. Without looking at your LinkedIn profile, most great staffing firms like yours come out of the, the, they come out of larger staffing firms where people have left. (laughs) So, so, so someone starts at, and we won't name names, but someone starts at a large staffing firm, you know, global staffing firm, and then says, yeah, there's a better way. Uh, and then they go off and create something, and and I'm glad y'all did, and uh, and uh, and I love the premise of uh, being associate first, uh, employee first, and uh, and just you know again you're you know it's the job's the job. You still got to fulfill. You still got to do all this uh, the other stuff, but just treating people more humane, humanely. Uh, I love that. Um, what's the, go ahead. I was going to say, William, really interesting tidbit uh, is that I actually started not just working for a staffing agency, but I started as a temporary employee in the city of Philadelphia. Oh, so hilarious. so it, it's really from the from the start and oh, then yeah. I working for the agency. Uh, and so understanding it from both perspectives was really pivotal in really setting the vision for our organization. So oh, it's, yeah. it's just, I thought that's a neat uh well, you got to see the treatment, you know, both the treatment on the candidate side, 
and, and the temp worker side, and you also got to see it from the uh, the agency side. But um, that's that's fantastic. So let's let's talk a little bit about TLC and uh, and kind of the things that you're thinking about, the things that you've done. Obviously, COVID is probably ramped up certain things and uh, ramped down certain things. So let's just jump into TLC, tender, tender loving care uh, uh, for those that are acronym challenge. Um, what are some examples of TLC for y'all for integrity now? Well, so, so, you know, when we think about TLC and, and we think about that from an organization, it really starts with making that right, uh, uh, that right impression in, in having, ensuring that our teams are really making the best fits for our employees. So, because I believe that retention starts with making a good hiring decision, not just for the person, but for the organization as well. So it's really, there's, there's duality there. So from the minute we engage, it's our commitment to be the best in applicant and employee experience. So to do that, we wanna make sure that we respond quickly when people apply. Uh, to us, that's really important. Uh, one of the things you'll hear from a lot of people who are applying for jobs, especially during COVID, is they go into the black hole. There's nothing worse, especially when you're in crisis mode between jobs, feeling you know vulnerable already, and then posting your job. A resume out there to a number of companies and not hearing anything back. So we start there. We start with the very, very basics. And then when folks come into our office, we make sure that they're greeted well, that, you know, they're treated like they should be, which is a customer to us, our applicants are customers. And so we want to make sure that we engage with them in that way. And I suggest any company do that because especially in a war for talent, you know, people that are applying for job, you know, jobs, I don't know if you remember what it was like on your first day of school or going into high school for the first time or starting a new job. That's really intimidating. And so the more that we can make that initial experience a good one, the better we're going to do creating that relationship from the get-go. So we really believe that it starts before the person even goes to work for us. So right up to that first day, we're providing little journey steps in the journey along the way that are special. Uh, and so that that's really where TLC starts with us. It's interesting because you start in the, in the recruiting phase and then you bring that into onboarding and then you carry it through. So it's, it's, it's almost, it, it doesn't stop, right? So the idea is that you're constantly helping them with whatever, whatever they need, wherever they need it. If it's in the recruiting process, uh, you're communicating, uh, maybe over-communicating where you're there at in the process, et cetera, uh, to, to ease some of that anxiety, but also just uh, wayfinding. I mean, you know, if FedEx can tell you where your package is, which... Uh, <laughs> We should be able to tell candidates where they are in their journey uh, in terms of applying. Um, but I love that you carry that forth in, into the onboarding experience, but also into their employment experience as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so once we we get through that onboarding experience and in, in, in getting to that first day, it's also important to make sure that they, they understand the scope of benefits that we offer. And we offer a wide scope of benefits to our workforce. And in our industry, we would say that we're at that premium level. Right. And so we start not just with the medical, dental, and the basics in terms of insurance coverage, but then we have additional things. And we we really identify these through, we do consistent feedback loops with our associates, finding out what's important to them. What are the drivers that are, what are the things that they value? Um, you know, it's the old WIFM, what's in it for them? What What's important? Because we can choose a, a benefit, but it might not be you know, met with, uh, you know, great enthusiasm from the very people that we're trying to retain, motivate and engage with. Right. And so, you know, we uh, in over the past uh, year implemented our next step, you education benefit, which we found that folks were really looking for ways to improve their career. And a lot of folks come to us, William, who are mid jobs. So they're mid, they're, they're between jobs. And so they're using us as a safety net or a stepping stone and others choose our type of employment because it's, it's flexibility in their lives. But every one of them uh, for the most part is looking for some way to improve. And we offer education opportunities through our partnership with Penn Foster at no additional, no charge for our associates. So as long as they're working for us, they have opportunities to gain uh, certifications in uh, things like if you're a warehouse associate blueprint reading, well, that's a valuable skill, machine operation, et cetera. If you're in uh, call center, it might be supervisory skills, so that when that next step opportunity comes available, they can add these things to their resume as, you know, uh, opportunities to to give them an edge in their employment. We also add in benefits like pay active, you know, for hourly workers, sub twenty dollar an hour workforce in the country, the average person pays over 200 plus dollars in late fees and penalties because mm -hmm. they're paid weekly to bi-weekly generally. So one of the things that we found was very, very important to our employees was access to the wages that they've actually earned. You think about it, in most transactions, you know, I pay for something and I get it in return. In in our country, you go to work, right? You go to work, you work for a week, the company holds on to your wages and pays you in one or two weeks, right? So so we we really listened to our associates and looked for opportunities of different ways to pay them. Uh, so we found a company called PayActive that does earned wage access, which for uh for uh three dollars the employee can get access to up to 50% of their wages that they've already earned twice during a weekly pay period. So uh, they don't have to worry about payday loans, which are really predatory. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, so these are some of the things that we've implemented really by listening to our employees and understanding what the motivators are to them and what's important in their lives. What's, what's great about this, Todd, is it's it's a constant kind of a feedback, right? You've got your finger on the pulse. You're asking them, 
they're coming up with, you know, what's important to them and that changes. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that, you know, company owners and founders uh, sometimes get wrong is that, you know, what was important, let's say uh, pet insurance, we'll just use something arbitrary. What was important two years ago, not as important today. And so understanding that every year when you kind of re-up and go through your benefits package, uh, that you have an idea of what they care about at that moment. And again, being, being flexible enough, because y'all, y'all built like the Cadillac plant. And so y'all are always going to want, because you're, you're using benefits. Um, and and, I, you know, and I, you know, I believe the most appropriate way is as an engagement and retention tool. You, you want to retain talent. So you also care about them. You want them to have a good life, you know? So there's, there's multiple, multiple reasons, but it's got to hit. And then the way that this hits is the benefits that are put in front of folks. They've got to be consumed. They've got to be adopted. They've got to be used. If they're not, then it's not really a benefit. Bingo. Absolutely. It's interesting that you say that William, because one of the things that happened during COVID is we, you know, we, we look at our workforce and we have a, it's a, it's a temporary workforce, right? And so now our in-house, our internal employees, you have a different percentage of people participating in benefits, but we have 50 to 60% of our workforce participating in our benefits plans. So COVID strikes. Imagine the, the horror for employees that are going through symptoms and not having access to medical benefits. So we immediately looked for how do, can we get a medical benefit to our employees at no cost to them that gives them access to immediate information. So we implemented our telemedicine program uh, free to all our associates across the country immediately. And we had such a high participation rate And the feedback from our employees was, thank you. I was able to not have to take my child to urgent care in the middle of a pandemic. I was able to call a doctor and find and get peace of mind that, you know, it was probably just the common cold and not COVID. Uh, And that was a big deal to our workforce. I love that. Uh, I love that. So we we wanted to, on the flip side of this, uh, is talk about the outcomes and and talk about you know how this the, the benefit it, it brings to the organization. One of the things we've already touched on is you know loyalty, engagement, retention. Um, I'm I'm assuming that there's probably other things that you've seen with just the benefits that you've put in front of folks and the TLC that you obviously care about them as people. What else have you seen, you know, either pre-pandemic or through the pandemic that have, that have been rewarding for you? Uh, so, so, well, it's, it's, it's interesting. So for me, the most rewarding thing uh, in, in, in our organization is watching when benefits that we provide that are, that are, more resources that we provide. So we have a program called Project Home and Project Home was actually created uh, years ago. I got a phone call from an employee who said, look, you know, we're an associate first company and we advocate, one of our core values is to advocate for the success of our employees. 
and we have this great worker and he's living in his car. And I, I just don't feel good about that. What can we do? And that's where Project Home began. Project Home started with the goal of eradicating homelessness in our worker population, then became so much more. So these are one of those benefits of working for our organization. When, when you talk about rewarding, uh, something that we've watched happen is the goodwill among our internal workforce. They feel empowered to make a difference and to really fulfill upon being associate first. Our clients will see someone who uh, maybe their home, uh, we had an employee whose home burnt down and we put them up in temporary housing uh, so that they weren't left, uh, you know, and, and they didn't have appropriate insurance to get the temporary housing. So we helped get them into temporary housing. The feedback from our clients was amazing and the goodwill that it did. And, and to me, those are the rewards that we see that aren't tangible, you know, in terms of an immediate financial impact, but boy, in terms of a uh, fulfillment of our vision, mission, values impact, it's, it's immediate. On the flip side of that, from a financial impact perspective, we've seen our referrals increase through uh, our employee referrals. So in a very tight labor market where it's tough to find people, we're seeing people, you know, referring their friends and family to our organization. Uh, we've seen the impact in our NPS score, both internal and external NPS. Our client NPS has ended up in the high 60s to 70s, which is, you know, similar to, and I'm not going to compare us from a service perspective to these companies, but you're looking at that Netflix level, you know, Apple level NPS scores. And to us, that feels rewarding uh, to our organization because it really matches with our intention, our mission, vision, and values. Well, it's also your name. You know, I mean, Integrity Staffing, you could have named the staffing company back in 97. You could have named it anything. Uh, and you chose integrity staffing, which, you know, people, people sometimes choose words like that, like integrity, and <laughs> they don't really, they don't really necessarily either look it up in the dictionary, dictionary or, or live by it. And you're, uh, and you're living by it. So you've, you've put it out there and uh, in front of people as integrity staffing. So, you know, you're, you're living your values. You're also living your name, which I love. I wanted to ask about clients and what they've seen from the way that you treat, you know, what, the way that you treat your workforce and then the way that they go out and represent you and you know, with your clients, what have your clients, what have they said about, you know, either, you know, directly or indirectly to you about the way that you treat your, uh, your associates? We get incredible feedback uh, from our clients we engage, in fact, our clients look to us uh, because we're constantly reaching out. We reach out once a week to our workforce that's working out across organizations. And we, we say, hey, we're just checking in. How are things going? If we start to see a negative trend or feedback in a certain department or area, we'll go to our client and say, hey, we're starting to see shifts, uh, attendance going down and attrition going up in this area. Let's uncover that. Let's partner together to really work on what's going on. And we can really uncover a lot. Uh, I think 
from our client's perspective, they also want to partner with an organization that's providing uh, a, a good experience for their workforce because we are in many ways an extension of their brand. 100%. 100%. Whether or not they know that or whether or not the uh, general public might know that, you know, you, you are. I mean, I remember... Um, a staffing firm kind of getting in trouble because they'd staffed, I think it was retail, might have been Best Buy, and the Best Buy employee was on TikTok or <laughs> Instagram <laughs> doing all kinds of inter- inappropriate things. And it looked bad for the corporate brand, Best Buy. And, uh, and they were, that was a, that was a temporary, uh, there's a staffing uh, employee. And, uh, but, you know, the, the general public didn't know that. The press didn't know that. They didn't discern whether or not that was a temporary person or whether or not it was a Best Buy, you know, full-time employee. They just knew it was Best Buy. And so, you know, you, your, your associates absolutely reflect the companies that they work for, your clients, um, and the good and bad, right? So, yep. so hopefully with all the good in mind. Um, what are some of the things that you'd like to do now, knowing what you know, you know, you've been doing this for a couple of years, um, now knowing what you know, where do you want to take this? Well, so in terms of, um, in terms of some of the things that we're looking at from a TLC benefits perspective, we want to move to the ability to pay our associates on demand. So mm-hmm. if, if you work half a day, and you want that, you want to get that money? Yeah, tap out. Apps, you can tap it, right? Now, we also are, from a vision perspective, want to tie in some financial wellness tools that might say, hey, <laughs> this is X percent of your wages for the week, right? Because you you also want to make sure that you're uh, providing good guidance and right. uh financial responsibility in that as well. So we're really evaluating that, but that's something that's in, we believe is really important to us. Uh, the other thing that we're looking to do is continuing the impact work that we're doing in terms of connecting and bringing together uh, resources that people don't even know that they have, right. bringing those together in what we're calling an empowerment collective. And we're rolling this out in uh, uh, Lancaster County uh, in that that area in Pennsylvania. And we're starting small and really testing how we can connect local resources with our workforce so that it continues to remove barriers that stand in the way of people uh, really moving forward. And one of the goals with the Empowerment Collective is to uh, reduce the number of people living in poverty in that Lancaster, York County area of Pennsylvania. And so that's, we see this, if it's successful, we want to be able to replicate this and move this across the country. Because I believe that, you know, uh, private-public partnership is so important to making uh, the impact in uh, especially the uh, workforce and the in the employee base uh, that we work with, there is great opportunity to uh, 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 make some significant change. I love that. First of all, I love that you're thinking about financial wellness as part of the array of things that that you can help people with because, you know, uh, payday loans, as you mentioned, predatory kind of a, a service. 
it it's if we can if we can get this workforce away from that away from working check to check to check uh, and helping them both with their savings which I think is well, a wonderful thing to kind of help with uh, but also credit. Like most people don't understand credit. We didn't learn credit, you know, in high school uh, or financial, uh, well, you know, financial, uh, personal finance in high school. And so having people understand that. And so a great financial wellness package that kind of kind of can help them with the array of those things, I think is really smart. Have you have you seen anything? And I love that you're starting small as you will you know smarting in one area pilot piloting and making sure that it works and then you can roll it out you know across the country you can do all the other things after that but you want to have a you want to make sure your model is is spot on um have you seen anything and this could be a covid related thing or or not but have you seen anything from your associates around mental health Absolutely. In fact, that's uh, we we have really done a lot of work with our EAP resources. Mm. Um, mental health is something that we're uh, mental health awareness uh, is something that we're really focused on in terms of ensuring that our 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 associate base understands what are some of the warning signals of things like depression, anxiety, etc. And then what are those resources? Because EAPs, it's interesting, people don't reach out for those services until it's too late, right? right? Until they're they're deep into, and we, we're trying to get folks to really get engaged and involved with those, with our EAP program before it becomes a crisis. And right. so by education and, and uh, normalizing, you know, mental, mental health as something that's just as important as our other wellness uh, focus and making it part of our wellness program, we believe that that'll be able to make a big impact. Well, some of that's just lessening the taboo and, uh, and talking more about it. And some of it's, you know, EAPs uh, historically, um, you know, they're great to have, but it's almost like tuition reimbursement. People know that it's there, but then they don't take advantage of it for whatever reason. And, uh, and so finding a way to then encourage them, I think, proactively in the way that y'all are is, is just, it's, it's wonderful. Um, Todd, we could talk about this all day long because you're running a wonderful company and you're doing it the right way. And uh, I love it when, when people go about business you know, the right way. And I, I want you to win. So, uh, I, I, cause, cause in my experience, there's been, there's a lot of folks that don't run companies the right way. So, uh, uh, kudos to you for treating your employee, putting your associates first, getting their feedback, fulfilling on their feedback and creating a better experience for both, you know, your company, your associates, your clients, the whole ecosystem. Thank you very much, William. It's really uh, been great uh, uh, to be with you today. And, you know, it's, it's, we, we are so grateful that we have a team of people that are committed to that uh, fulfilling on that mission. 100%. Well, thanks for everyone listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. And thanks to Todd. Until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live Podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com. 